Just happy that everyone has made it today. Give God some glory today. You might have had a rough week and been on the bottom, but you have made it to the top. We just want to welcome all of our visiting guests and friends to our church today. We know you could have gone anywhere else, but we thank you that you came to worship with us today. Amen. So we just want to do what we normally do. We want to go around and give everyone a nice, holy, happy Sabbath hug today. Tell them it's good to see you today. Amen.
Hello, family. Those who are worshiping online, I am Claval Hunter, the pastor of Tabernacle of Praise, Seventh-day Adventist Church. We're so glad that you've joined us to be a part of this worship experience. Today, we are celebrating the life, the death, and the resurrection of our Savior, Jesus Christ. It's a great day to know that we have been saved by the blood of Jesus Christ and that we have been forgiven. And so we invite you to continue to stay tuned to this worship experience. We ask that you be a minister by clicking that like button and also sharing this live feed with your family and friends all around the world because we want them to be blessed, we want them to be healed, and we want them to be saved. This coming Friday, February 7th at 7 p.m. Right here at Tabernacle of Praise, we kick off our winter revival with our guest speaker, Pastor Richard Palmer. You want to be in the house because there you're going to experience the power of God through prayer, through worship, and through the word of God. We invite you to be a part of this service. And then also Saturday morning, February 8th is our friends and family day. We invite all of our guests to come into the house as we continue to experience the blessings of the Lord. And we pray that you continue to be a part of this worship service and then also support on this ministry by praying for us by being in attendance and then also by you can give a gift online or also on cash app top given we appreciate your time we appreciate your prayers we appreciate your support once again welcome at tabernacle of praise have a wonderful week come on everybody put your hands together let's go your hands together. Come on, worshipers. Hey. Come on. Hey. Hey. Come on. Come on. If you bless, if you bless, if you bless in the house, come on, stand to your feet. Keep on doing it. Hey, stand to your feet if you're blessed. If you're thankful. Come on. At the top. Come on. Put your hands together one more time. You are welcome. One more time, you are welcome. You are welcome in this land to praise. To praise the Lord. Uh huh. To praise the Lord. Uh huh. To praise the Lord. Hallelujah! Let the church say thank you, Jesus. Amen, amen. We got to lift our voices to the King of Kings. He woke you up this morning, amen. The Bible says, I will bless the Lord at all times. That's in my spirit right now. And his praise shall continually be in my mouth. No matter what's happening, his praise shall continually be in my mouth. We got to learn how to big up our Savior. David says, magnify the Lord with me. And let us, let us exalt his name together. Do we have worshipers in the house today? Do we have some miracle people in the house today? Do we have some happy people in the house today? Hallelujah. Can we do that song, praise God from whom our blessings flow? Come on. Come on. Lift your voices. Come on. He's been too good to you this week.
to be at top. Even my tie is twisted. It's all right. <laughs> my family, 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 it's, it's the time where we, quiet, stay back up here. Don't worry about it. Come, come back, come back for a second. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. What's going to happen at this time is, is our time of, it's what we call foot washing. Ordinance of humility. And it gives us, you know what, before we do that, Kwai, you're right. We go to our thank offering. <laughs> you're right. We're going to do it. Come on up, Elder Harris. Come on. Amen. How many of us have something to be thankful for? If you're breathing, that's reason enough right there. Amen. Come on up, children. Where are, where are our children? Come on up and get those baskets. We're not trying to pay God, but we're just trying to show how much we're thankful for all the blessings that he has given us. Amen. And at this time, we're going to ask our health and temperance leader to come up. Good morning, church. The health department, the health ministry department has a lot to bring this month. As you can see and observe, many of you have come in in your red. It's go red for women's health, heart health. Do you know what that means? Well, I'm going to tell you what that means. First of all, a few questions for you to ponder over so that it can resonate how important heart health for women truly is. First question, do you know what causes cardiovascular disease in women? There's a lot of factors that go into that. And we're going to discuss that and we're going to cover that in conversations and activities this, this month here at Tabernacle Praise. So if you're not here physically, I ask and I, I invite you to come out to Tabernacle Praise right here on Parker Road so that you can be a part of this. Um, another thing, what about the survival rate? It's very low. So this is a very serious, important conversation and issue that we need to cover. Um, I don't want to give you all the answers right now, but I want to give you some hope. The more awareness that we become about our, especially African-American women, because heart attacks is one of the highest, it's one of the, the leading reasons of death in women today, African-American women. So that should mean a lot to you if you are African-American or, you or you are part of an ethnicity of that nature. Um, some of the things that you will see, like today, we are passing out, um, the ushers will be passing out a pamphlet um, that covers information regarding women health. And this is also for men health. Um, some of the same preventable things that you can do for yourself, men can also take part of that and make their heart even more healthier. This is just one aspect that you will see coming your way here at Tabernacle Praise. And we are inviting anyone that is interested or would like to know more about women health. Good morning, church. As we continue on, 
How many of you love life? <laughs> Amen. How many of you think that you are the healthiest that you can be? Not too many, huh? One, I saw one hand go up. Well, your health ministry team is trying to get to a place where we can minister to you and your health and help you to become healthier. And so some of you have seen it because you, you've received the text message. Um, and you've seen in the text message a link to go and take the health survey. Now, let me tell you about the health survey. It is completely confidential. We won't know who has answered it unless you choose to leave your name at the end. We won't know who answered it or how you answered it. We're simply trying to gather information so that we can tailor health programs around the needs of those in our church and in our community. So we're asking you, if you have access to go online, um, you should have received um, in uh, the top announcements, you should have received the link to just go onto that page. Some of the questions are just multiple choice. Some of them is just one choice only. Some of them you can choose multiple answers. Some of them you need to fill in. So we're asking you to go take that health survey. Then for those of you who cannot get online or don't have access to a computer, we do have a paper copy of it. And for those who need a paper copy, I need you to raise your hand so Brenda can take account of how many would need a paper copy of it. Okay, I see one. Anybody else? Th two, three, four. Okay, these will be available at, uh, at after church downstairs. So see Brenda to get a paper copy of it. Okay, and then you can just turn it back in to either me or Christina. Um, when you have completed it. And so we're asking everybody to take it so that we can kind of gauge what type of programs we need to present and what type of things that we need to do in order to help us all get healthier. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Thank you. Thank you for our thank offering. Amen. Our thank offering today is going to help the poor. Amen. So I just want to thank you for giving. So it's going to help the poor. All right. So we praise, we praise the Lord for that. Come down, fam. Come on, choir. Come on, Bev. At this time, family, is our ordinance of humility, our, our foot washing, our service. The service is very important. Very important because it reminds us that we ought to serve one another. Amen? Gotta humble ourselves and serve each other. Christ did this for us on the cross. He humbled himself even to the point of death. And so when we do this service, it's a very important service because we're saying we are dying to self. I'm willing to kneel down and serve my brother and serve my sister. And so we're going to sing this hymn of rejoicing, Come Thou Found. After we have done finished singing that song, we are going to separate. Our ladies are going to go down to the fellowship hall. Our men are going to go to the education wing. Our married couples are going to go to our children's um, room in the fellowship hall. If you're married, you can go to your ch the children's room in the fellowship hall. We invite you to go with your partner. Also, for our senior members, you don't want to go downstairs. We will make the family room upstairs here available for you so you can participate. 
There's no pressure, but we encourage everyone to participate. Parents with little ones, take them down with you. Take them wherever you are so that they can see what's going on and learn. Amen? Use this as a teaching experience. Once you're finished washing each other's feet, it's important that you pray for one another. Pray for each other. All right? We will be down in those various rooms for just 25 minutes. Amen? 25 minutes. So that we will come back upstairs to conclude our service. Amen? Amen. Please stand as we sing all three verses. Come thou fount of every blessing. If you need a hymn book, it's on page 334. Let's sing. Come thou fount of every separate ladies downstairs men education wing married couples in our children's room our senior members in our family room there will be quiet music playing for those who are not going to participate we ask we ask that you we ask that you remain seated in the sanctuary we ask that you avoid certain conversation we ask that you even just open up the bible uh, read the Gospels or read the book of Psalms. Read something just to keep your mind focused. Amen? On this. We will be back, as I said, in 25 minutes. Amen. God bless you.
down the line and name all the things that captivate my heart but clearly I'm not aware of words that can compare
Let us pray. Father God, Lord, what an awesome opportunity is set before us to come at this moment and commune with thee. Looking back at the cross and recognizing your broken body, how you suffered on that cross that we might have a right. But Lord, it takes us being broken in order to be received. And so, Lord, in that respect, we ask, Father God, that you would bless us, that we would be broken, so that we could accept your brokenness. And as we reflect on the blood being shed, it took your blood that we may be healed. And so, Lord, as we partake of that, we ask, Father, that as our blood is being reunited with you, that we will find ourselves gravitating towards home. And so for that, Lord, we thank you because it was the blood. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Everybody, let's sing it out. Come on, put your hands together for the Lord. Come on, everybody. 
sing it out like we believe it. So I know.
the glory. All of the glory. To God be the glory. To God be the glory. All of the glory, God. Highest praise. This represents, we raise up this bread. Jesus said, If I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. And so we lifting up Christ. Thank you. This represents his body, the bread of life. As everyone being served. Let's partake.
Let's not partake prayerfully. Amen. Who praise the Lord for the bread of life. Now we raise the blood. This blood represents the power of Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. This blood was shed for our sins there on that old rugged cross. We plead the blood of Jesus Christ over our household. We plead the blood of Jesus Christ over every sickness. We plead the blood of Jesus Christ upon our homes today. And we drink prayerfully. Who says amen? amen? Come on and put your hands together for God. For his forgiveness, for his mercy. As Eloquami come on up, as he comes on up with our worshiping given. Right in the front of you, there's a little cup holder. Just drop it in there, all right? In the front of you, there's a cup holder. Just see it. You see that little hole there. We continue with our worship service, family. Let's continue to focus on what God is doing for us. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. You know, we all recognize that we've been blessed. Who has not been blessed today? Yes. We have all been blessed. And we're so busy enjoying our blessings that we forget where the blessing came from. Right? We tune out God. We're enjoying our gifts. We like our gifts, but we forget about the gift giver. Right? And this service reminds us that Jesus gave it, I mean, all that he had, his life, laid down his life for us. And he blessed you so that you might be a blessing to somebody else. Right? And you know what, what gift he's given you, what blessing he's given you. He wants you to die for somebody else just as he died for you. Bless somebody else just as he's blessed you. So as the deacons come around, think about somebody else. So you're here, there are others outside. They need to come in, right? They need to hear the gospel. So what you give today might be what will bring them in. That is what you're doing to die for somebody with the deacons, please come forward. Let us pray first. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you died for us. Without you, we'll be lost. So we're grateful. We thank you that you bless us with many blessings. Lord, help us to use our blessings to help somebody else. So what we give today, Lord, bless it and use it towards your soon coming. Others might come and know you and come into the fold. We thank you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. And as, as you put your gifts in, I'd like to remind you, this is from the pastor, that next week, because it's Black History Month, we all dress in African. Right? Amen. Next week, we'll skip the third week, and then the fourth and the fifth weeks, we'll dress African again. So don't forget, next, next week you're coming, you're coming in like an African, right? Thank you very much. Amen. You can also give on Cash App, T.O.P. Giving, T.O.P. Giving, Cash App. Thank you. 
All right. He keeps on blessing me over and over again. He keeps on blessing me over and over again. He opens doors for me. The victory. See 
Oma 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 Can you shout yes God Can you shout yes God Can we shout yes God Come on Come on Yeah Say you covered Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Mm. You got to understand that song from Exodus chapter 2, family. The people of God, they have been in slavery for 430 years. And God showed up. And God says, before I take you, over through the through the river, the Red Sea, God says, I need you to celebrate what I call the Passover. You see, Pharaoh, the enemy of God's people, have been holding God's people captive for so long. And when God told Moses to go and tell, tell Pharaoh to let my people go, Pharaoh says, no, uh I'm God. I'm God. So God says, you know what? I'm going to teach you how to be humble. So I'm going I'm to allow, I'm going to bring ten plagues. Plague one came and Pharaoh still was not humble. He didn't let God's people come. Plague two, plague three, plague four, plague seven. He still was not humble. Plague eight, plague nine, still was not humble. But all my dear friends, God said before I send plague ten, which will be the death of the firstborn child. God says, I want you to go and kill that lamb. Kill that lamb which represents the lamb of Jesus Christ that has been slain for the... They said, oh my dear friends, he says, kill this lamb, take the blood, dip it, and place it on your doorpost and on the sides of your door. Because when I send the death angel, when I send the death angel, when he sees the blood, hello somebody, when he sees the blood, when he sees the blood, that dead angel, uh-uh, don't touch. The blood of Christ has paid the price for that household. He says the plague will not come on your household. The dead angel will not come into your household because there's power in the. Some did not believe by putting the blood on their doorposts. They didn't believe. And you know what happened to them? Many of their children lost their life because the parents did not believe. But those who placed the blood, those who in 2020 will plead the blood of Jesus Christ upon their children, upon their marriage, upon their body, upon their finances, you will experience power. That's the message God wanted to hear from that song. I just have 700 words to give you. Just 700. But before I give you the 700 word, listen to me. Don't, don't miss it. This past Sunday, many of us saw the news. What took place with Kobe Bryant. Nine individuals went down in that helicopter. 
Listen to me. Some, hey, if you're on your phones, don't look at it no more. Come on, come on. Someone next to you on the phone, tell them, hold on, look at me. Look at me, young and old. Don't miss this. Man, my heart was broken, man. I didn't even know Kobe. I just watched him play. I wasn't pulling for no Lakers, but I just admired the man. And man, just to, just to see the news. This man, friends and children and wives and mothers, fathers, died like that. Didn't even see it coming. My dear friends, listen to me. Life is so short. Life is very precious. You see the little ones next to you? Matter of fact, someone sitting next to you, give them a hug right now. Give them a hug right now. Give them a hug right now. Tell them, tell them, I love you, I appreciate you, it's good. This. Give them a hug. Someone didn't get a hug, just say, may I, may I have a hug from you? Touch somebody. Touch somebody. You're watching online, touch your family. Touch your children. Bring them close to you. I don't know how true it is, but they, they said when they found Kobe, they, 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 he was wrapped with his child. I don't know how true it is. 13 years old. We got a lot of 13-year-old children in this house. Listen to me, family. But the good news, even it hurts. It hurts. But the report says Kobe went to church that Sunday morning. And he had mass at 7 o'clock in the morning. Imagine that. As he get ready to start his day with his daughter, he went to mass. And if you know anything about mass, their prayers say, have mercy on me, oh God. Forgive me. You never know. He had no idea that was going to be his last time. Even in a church. Last time kissing his daughters. Kissing his wife. Listen to me. It hurts my heart. That people who, who are still alive. Will see all of these tracks. And they'll turn away from God. They will go back to, the, to their way of life. Go back and, and, and live that hip. Devil didn't want to hear that. He didn't want to hear that one. Huh? We go through the motion and church and all of this stuff and we go back. But God is looking for true worshipers. I will worship him in spirit and in truth. Let's continue to keep those family members in prayer, family. We don't know them. We know the pain that a mother is feeling. A pain a husband is feeling. A pain that siblings are feeling. Wow. Thank you for the blood. All right, I get 15 minutes. 15 minutes. 700 words. 15 minutes. Focus. I may I remind you as we as we go to the book of Hebrews, go to the book of Hebrews, chapter nine. 
Hebrews chapter 9. As you're turning there, remember this coming Friday evening at 7 p.m. is our winter revival. Amen? Amen? I need everyone in the house on Friday. When? Friday at 7 p.m. for this worship service. We have a guest speaker, Pastor Richard Palmer. You're going to be blessed. Amen? And so this Friday, we invite all of our guests, those who are here for the first time, thank you for coming. Thank you for being a part of this service. So Friday evening at 7 p.m. And then Saturday is our friends and family day. Amen? And so as Elder Kwame explained, we're wearing our African attire. If you don't have anything, hey, just wear what you have. Amen? But we want you here, and we're going to bless our guests that are coming in the house. I'm going to be a, man, I'm going to just be blessing people. You don't know what you're going to receive. It could be $100, $50, you never know. Gift cards, you never know. Be in the house. Somebody's going to be blessed. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Hebrews chapter 9, very quickly, just one verse. One verse, 26. Are you there? Hebrews chapter 9, verse 26. If you have it on your phones, pull it up. Hebrews chapter 9, verse 26, just one verse, as it talks about the greatness of Christ's sacrifice. Just want to read one, one verse here. Christ is in the heavenly place right now. He's interceding on our behalf. Just know that's what he's doing for us. Amen? He's in the most holy place. And so now, verse 26, the Bible says he, that's Jesus. Amen? He's our true high priest. He, he then would have had to what? Suffer. Say Suffer. Often since the foundation of the world. But now once at the end of the ages, he has appeared to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself. That's why we're not killing no more goats and lambs. He's been sacrificed once and for all. Amen? And so we're going to use for our title, as I said, just 700 words. The greatest sufferer of all. The greatest sufferer of all. Let us pray. God, we are in your word. Open our eyes, open our minds, oh God, to receive your word. Help us to be doers of your word. And help us, oh God, to have understanding. Help us, oh God, to see how much we are loved by you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. The greatest sufferer of all. How great was the suffering of Christ on our behalf? Greater than that endured by any other creature. His heart of love suffered the pain of disappointment when Adam, the first human being he created with his hands, sinned against him. He suffered the hatred of Herod upon entry into our world. He suffered the misunderstanding of family and friends as he grew to manhood. He suffered, when you search the Bibles through the gospel, he suffered the rejection of the Jewish leaders as he pursued his ministry. He suffered the denunciations of the multitude when he made holiness and not simply happiness the burden of his teaching. My dear friends, Jesus knows our physical pain as well. Can I talk about it? Jesus knows what pain feels like. On the day, focus, focus, on the day of his crucifixion, the Roman soldiers beat their creator with, 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 with the hands that he created. They beat their creator. And they, they whipped him on his back over 30 plus times, leaving pieces of flesh Hanging out. 
Can you even imagine the pain he went through for us on that day? The sharp rock, hard thorns piercing his brow. The searing blows from the steel tip whip cutting open his tender back. My dear friends, the burning sensation of rusty nails tearing through his hands and feet. The fearful agony of bursting lungs when on the cross he can no longer push up to fill them with air. And of course, the broken heart imploded by the impact of our, our disobedience. Jesus knows what it means to suffer. He knows what it means to be rejected by friends and by families. He knows what it means to be disappointed by people whom you love, people whom you have helped. He knows what it means to be faced with death, to be faced with a funeral service. He knows what it means to die. And because of this, when we cry out in our physical pain, mother, father, when you cry out, children, when you cry out, your physical pain, the pain of disease or accident or hurt of any kind, even when we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, never again in this life to occupy space with the living, Jesus understands. That's why the Bible tells us that he is our sympathetic savior, our sacrificial shepherd. He has walked the way before us. Jesus has tested the terrain and endured all the pain. We can know and so much more. The shepherds of the eastern world do not drive sheep as those in most other areas, they lead them. Hello, somebody. They lead the sheep. By doing so, the shepherd not only tests the terrain, but also provides ultimate confidence to the sheep in order for them to follow. As a good shepherd, Getting ready to close. As our good shepherd. The Bible says that he let. He lets his flock. Lie down in green pastures. That means you will have enough food to eat. The Bible says that this shepherd. He leads them beside still. And quiet waters. That means you can eat and no one is going to trouble you. That means you're going to eat and drink and you're not going to drown. The Bible says that this shepherd, you can, let's go, Bryce. He refreshes and he restores the life of his flock. He is a good shepherd. The Bible says that this shepherd has a rod and a staff. Not to hurt his flock but to comfort them, to help them, 
to guide them when they want to pull away and go the wrong way. He just nudged them on the shoulder and say, come with me, come this way. The Bible says that he is our good shepherd. No matter what we face, even if you have to go through extreme danger, even if you have to go through the valley of disappointment, the valley of abuse, the valley of people just misaligning your, your name and trying to tarnish your character, even if you have to go through the valley of hardship, God says, man, I will be with you. It's a good shepherd. I love this good shepherd. The Bible says with this shepherd, in the presence of my enemies, he prepares a banquet table. In the presence of my enemies, he will exalt me. In the presence of my enemies, he will sustain me. In the presence of my enemies, he will hold me together. In the presence of my enemies, he will give me peace. But that's not all. What I love about this shepherd, the Bible says he's like a predator. He, I mean, he just keep on coming. He never stops. And he says he will follow me. His goodness, his mercy will come after me all the days of my life. The sheep know that their shepherd is before them. And that they can safely follow. That's why I love the words of that old sweet hymn. Anywhere with Jesus, I can safely go. Anywhere he leads me in this world below. Anywhere without him, there is joy would fade. Anywhere with Jesus, I am not afraid. The writer goes on to say, anywhere with Jesus, I can go to sleep. When the darkness shadows round about me creep, knowing I shall waken, never more to room, anywhere where Jesus will be home, sweet home. Why? Because he is our good shepherd. What qualifies him to be your shepherd? What qualifies him to be your savior? What qualifies him to be your redeemer? Well, 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 the Bible says that he was wounded. Matter of fact, he was despised and rejected by man. A man of sorrows and pain and acquainted with what? And like one from whom men hide their faces. He was what, everybody? Despised and we did not appreciate. Woo! Any ungrateful people in this house? We did not even appreciate. Let me pause right here. When you refuse to give glory, you were saying, God, I don't appreciate you. When you refuse to have a personal relationship with God, you're saying, God, I don't appreciate you. When you lie and, 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 and do all of these wicked stuff, you're saying, God, I don't appreciate your mercy, your second chance. This is what this text is saying. All we like sheep have gone astray. But I'm so glad that this shepherd was willing to leave heaven. And the Bible says his words, but in fact, he is what? Born, I, look at this, he was willing to come. And he has carried our what? Sores and pain. Some of you are in pain right now. You're dealing with some emotional issues right now. And you're trying to see how. Man, 
even in this service, man, how am I going to work it out? Some of you are waiting for some tests to come back. God, are you going to do it? Some of you are going through some, some battles right now. The good news is that Christ says you don't have to carry because I'm carrying it for you. Can I speak to somebody right now? The Bible says that he was wounded for our what? And he was crushed for our what? The punishment required for our well-being fell on him. And by his stripes, come on choir. By his what? We are what? Man, he was wounded, but by his stripes, you are healed. You got to claim healing, my dear friends. By his stripes, you got to claim that I am delivered. By his stripes, you got to claim that my children are saved. By his stripes, you got to say it's not over. By his stripes, you're saying, God... I know at times it it doesn't feel like, man, I'm here, but I'm claiming it in the name of Jesus. Every emotional pain, every physical pain, every spiritual attack from the enemy, God says, I will heal you and I will deliver you. So, I'm so glad that Jesus left heaven to rescue this one lost world and he lost his life in the rescue but in doing so he became our great example in suffering aren't you glad that Jesus left the splendor of heaven to come and live a perfect life in a sin infested world that's love Aren't you glad that he suffered for your sake? That's love. Aren't you glad that he took your place on that old rugged cross? That's love. Aren't you glad that he bled and he died for your sins? That's love. Do I have 20 people in this house can say I'm so happy that death couldn't hold him. I'm so happy that the grave couldn't keep him down. But he got up with resurrection power. He got up. He got up. Because he loves us with an everlasting love. He got up because he wants you to live life to the fullest. He got up because he wants you, my brother and sister, to live a victorious life. He got up. Because he wants you to be forgiven. And he wants you to be saved and have eternal life. Oh, he got up. Everybody say, Jesus. Come on. Jesus went to Calvary. To Calvary. To save. To save a rest. This is your time. Now you and me. This is your time to worship God truly.
suffering for you for your family today a young lady is dressed in white who symbolize, symbolizes the purity of Christ the cleansing power of Christ the holiness of Christ anointing power of Christ upon her amen, amen. clothed in this white robe recognizing that she is being redeemed by the blood of Jesus Christ we have worked, we have studied together today for the first time in her life. She's being baptized. I kept that secret. I kept that secret from her family. I kept that secret because she wanted, she wanted, she wanted her family to really be in this moment with her. So Christy Cole, come on up with your son. You can come on up with your son. Mom, you can stand under next to your daughter. Stand next to your daughter. Father. This is the celebration. Come on, church. This is the celebration of family being made whole. And so, and so, perhaps there's someone else that's saying, you know what? I want to be a part of this baptism. Or maybe the next baptism. I, I, this, this is what it's about. Giving your life to the Lord. Getting a fresh start. And so, is there anybody who's saying, I want to stand with her? I want to stand on the side of Christ. I want to be a part of this baptism or the next baptism. Just raise your hand. Just raise your hand. 
You want to be baptized? You want to be baptized? Anybody? You want to be baptized? Come on. Come on. Anybody else? Anybody else? You're saying, I want to be baptized. I want, I want to be washed. I want to be made clean. You've heard the gospel. You've heard what we believe in Jesus Christ, God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. You've heard that, man, we ought to keep the Sabbath and keep it holy. You've heard, man, that he's coming back. And you're saying, I, I want to join this family. I accept the truth as it's revealed in the Bible. And I want to be a part of this family not just the family of Tabernacle of Praise, but the family of God. And you're saying, I want to be baptized. Raise your hand. Don't let this moment pass. Perhaps you were baptized before. But you're saying, I've learned some stuff. I went through some things. I want to be made whole again. Raise your hand. Don't let this moment pass. Anybody else want to make this your day? Make this your day. Anybody else? Anybody else? Before we close. Before we close, anybody else? I know some people are thinking about it. You're like, man, if he does it or she does it, I'm going to go. No, you make the move. You make the move. The Holy Spirit is upon you right now and saying, this is your moment. This is your opportunity. Don't let this moment pass away. Anybody else? Anybody else? Anybody else? I'm holding up because I know it's somebody else. Don't let it pass. If you want me to come get you, I'll come get you. Raise your hand. Just look at me and I'll come get you. Do you want, to, you want this moment to come? I'll come down. I'll come down for you. I'll come down for you. I'll walk this way for you. Because Jesus is moving through this house. Don't let this moment pass away. Perhaps you don't know a whole lot, but I will help guide you. You say, maybe I'm not going to do it today, but I just want to just make my stand today. You, raise your hand. Raise your hand. Anybody? Come on, put your hands together for the fruits. Amen. You want to do it today? You want to do it today? So we're going to study. Amen. Come on, praise the Lord. I admire this young man in our foot washing service. Man, the anointing of God is upon your life. Amen. Grandmother, your great nephew, aunt, thank you. Uncle, thank you for bringing him. The spirit of the Lord is upon you. The enemy knows your gifts. And he's going to do anything to knock you off the path. Stay true to God. Stay focused. Man, this, this brother prayed for me. Man, powerful. You have the gift of prayer, man, and discernment. So we're going to study. A little bit more, amen? amen? Praise the Lord. Just sit right there. Amen.
We're going to do it this month. Amen? Amen. We're so happy for Christy Cole. Yes. Hallelujah. Several weeks ago, I'm like, man, the Spirit says, ask Christy, have you ever been baptized? She said, no. There are people sitting right here. There's no one, no one asks. It's good to ask. She said, yes, I would like to be baptized. Amen. You have gifts, Christy. We bless your, your son a few years ago in this house. Continue to be that role model for him. Continue to be that beautiful woman, that beautiful mother. As I said to him, stay focused. Just because we're doing this, know that the enemy is not happy. But we plead the blood of Jesus Christ upon you. As the Bible says, no weapon to form against you shall prosper. Every decision you make to continue to move forward, let it be a God decision. Bathe everything in prayer. When you wait on God, you trust God, you're going to experience greater in your life. When I speak like this, the Spirit of God is speaking. Don't let the enemy tear you down. He says that he will give you the desires of your heart. And some of those things I know. As we've talked, I've visited. She said, shh. Speaking in with, with wisdom. When you commit your plans, your thoughts to the Lord, you will succeed. Show God and everyone today beyond this building that you're living for God. Be that example for everyone. Your cousins who are here, your siblings, watch, your sibling is going to watch this service. I'm saying that to everyone in here. Do it. Do the Lord's will. Do it God's way. And you will prosper. If we just take God at his word, I'm, as I'm speaking, the spirit of the living God says, just say this. Because I'm seeing so many people, they think they have it all, but they don't. They don't. And don't look at the household of someone else, but look into your own life. And see how wretched you are without Christ. Money will not make you happy, will not save you. Having all of the fine things of this life will not help you when it comes to life and death. This is one of the greatest decisions you will ever make in your life. You took your stand. Perhaps someone else has to go to the service as we close. I hope you take your stand. Don't let this day go. Don't let this day go. So, Chrissy, just three vows, your commitment to the Lord. After each one, you just raise your right hand and say, I do. 
Do you accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior and Lord? Do you accept the teachings of the Bible as expressed in the statement of fundamental beliefs of the Seventh-day Adventist Church? And do you pledge by God's grace to live your life in harmony with these teachings? Do you desire to be baptized as a public expression of your belief in Jesus Christ to be accepted into the fellowship of the Seventh-day Adventist Church and to support the church and its mission as a faithful steward by your personal influence, tithes and offering, and a life of service? Amen. Let us pray. God, as we go to the water, we ask for your spirit to be present. We thank you, God, that our guardian angel is with her. We thank you, God, for just the joy that is in this house today. So bless this sacred service. As we look at her going down, as we look at her coming up, she is your daughter. Thank you, O oh God, for saving her. Thank you, O oh God, for our brother who came forward. Thank you. For him having the courage to take his stand. Him wanting to be taught. Him wanting to grow. So God, we, we, we pray and we ask for your protection to be upon him. Order his steps. May he see. May he see the blessings of the Lord. So, God, we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Take me to the water. Yes. Is there a motion to accept Christy so Cole as she is baptized into the membership? So move. so move. Is there a second? All in favor say aye. Aye. Any opposed? No. All right. Let's go. says that the angels of heaven rejoices over one sinner that repents. Amen? Amen. 
So God, and we thank God for your rebirth. And so it's an honor, you know, your stepfather's in the pool with you, him to baptize you, for, for me to stand out here. And so it's a privilege. As we baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, be baptized. you to stand as we prepare to close. I thank you all for being a part of this service. Were you blessed today? Can we put our hands together for God? For all that we have experienced today. And so we pray that you will join us on this coming Friday at 7 p.m. for our winter revival. Please do not miss it. 7 p.m. this Friday and then Saturday for our friends and family day. Those who are here for the first time, we invite you to be a part of our lunch downstairs following this prayer. And we pray that you continue to have a wonderful week. I just have a few more announcements I will share with you downstairs. But if anyone is looking for something to do this evening at 6.30 p.m., right there at the Northside Seventh Adventist Church on Lucas and Hunt, um, we are having slam or all of the churches are coming together for a volleyball tournament. Amen? 6.30 p.m. We invite you to go and join. Tabernacle of Praise will be playing next week. Next week we are playing um, one of the churches and so please be a part of that as well. Amen. Let's bow our heads for a word of prayer. Father, we say thank you, thank you for your blessings. As we leave, we pray that you'll give us your peace and your grace. In Jesus' name. Amen. And God bless you. Go and tell the world about the love of Jesus. You go.